My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. gentlemen welcome back to another episode of we the people radio i'm your host james joining me as always is my good friend alan what's going on dude happening? it's tuesday happy valentine's day everybody i'm glad you're uh taking time away from your significant other if you're in a relationship or uh most likely you're single because you got nothing better to do to come hang out with uh, your favorite domestic terrorists alan and james and uh because neither one of us are single no that's not true yeah that's absolutely right my I mean, girl I, I told my wife fuck off it's violent mimes day and i'm going to do a show well that's, that's violent mimes day that's and she, she i hope she's spending her valentine's day cooking or folding laundry or doing what women are supposed to do she usually does i cooked though because i'm a better cook because men do everything better than women I'm, I'm, I'm there too i'm the cook in our house as well but uh i i wanted to show share a special valentine's day card with all of our audience today uh brought to you by midnight mitch he's great roses are red cracks make crack makes me sick i hope you like eating m&ms off of my dick happy valentine's day ladies and gentlemen is that hunter biden yeah <clears throat> that is you, hunter don't, biden. You, don't, you don't remember the picture of the m&ms on his dick yeah that's right i like the other one i saw roses are rigged violets are rigged everything in, is rigged it's just very sad it's just very sad. We're all fucked. We're all we're all fucked. So uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Between all the distractions that they're throwing at us, uh, the, the the hazmat situation in Ohio and in Houston now in Tucson, we got Demar Hamlin stuff. We got um, 
all kinds of stuff going on right now. It's it's out of out of control and it's never ending. Everything is fake and gay, like the title says. Before we uh, we dive into that, shout out to our sponsors, my patron scars. Go to mypatronscars.com, get the number one smoke in the game. These things are absolutely unbelievable. Recently known to me, recently found out, rolled by MJ, Michael Jordan's personal cigar roller. That's why they're fucking banging. Go to my Patriots cigar. MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA. Uh, these things are unbelievable. My favorite the Mark 48. I could smoke those things all fucking day. Uh, get yours. Get a 15% discount. Get a sample pack if you don't know what you, know what you like or uh, you already know what type of smoke you like. Get a whole box. Uh, you get a $10 gift card with your box, correct? You do. You get a $10 e-gift card with a box and free shipping with orders over 100 bucks. Yeah. That's a win-win. So go to MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA. Also, can't forget the number one topical in the game, 21-time Cannabis Cup award-winning Kush Creams. Go to KushCreams.com, code WPRUSA, or great 1776 for 15% off your order. They have the best pain cream I've ever used. Uh, it's actually helped with my burn a little bit. I've been putting the natural sensi on my burn, and it's getting better. Look at that. Hey, look, it's not all bubbled and pussed up anymore. I've been using the natural Sensi, and then uh, uh, one of our our uh, fans of the show, good friend uh, Jeff Yeager, he he checks into the chat every once in a while. He's a welder, and he's like, "Yo, I burnt the, the shit out of myself a thousand times. Get an, a whole aloe leaf plant and just put it on there, and that helped a lot as well." Um, but go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA, or great seventeen seventy six for fifteen percent off, and the number one CBD on the planet. Get rid of all your medications. This is not medical advice, by the way, but get rid of all your medications. Like uh, my good friend Dick Punch over at my uh, at Patriot Party Podcast, he got off all of his PTSD medications just by switching to Sirius CBD. Go to getserious-cbd.com. Go WPRUSA for 15% off. Now that the bill- get them back on a Friday. Huh? Nick and V Lynn. We got to get them back on a oh, Friday. Oh, we definitely got to get. I was talking to Mick over the weekend. I feel bad for him. He's a big Eagles fan. And uh, he's really upset. But that, you'll have that on those big jobs, as he likes to say. He's a queer Eagles fan. Um, you, go. you know, what are you, you going to do? You can't win them all, right? Why are you gay? And don't mind, don't mind my, uh, my puppy. You can see her in the background trying to hold herself up. Uh, she's whining because her mother left to go to the store, and she'll be back shortly. So you'll see her mother crawling in the background to get her at some point during the show. <laughs> uh, but the dog... She's like hanging on. You can see her like wobbling. She can't even hold herself up. Poor pup. Marley, stop whining. Uh, whiny little bitch. Heads, heads to the show. Oh, Jeff just texted. He just messaged in the, in the chat. He goes, you're welcome, my brother. See, so you getting a shout out and everything. I'm glad you're tuned in on Valentine's Day. Um, so over the weekend, lots and lots of happenings, lots and lots of distractions. And uh, we we talked about it last week. Or was it Friday or was it Tuesday? Because we it was Tuesday, right? I know it was Friday. Friday we talked about the Nord Stream. We did uh, on Friday. Yeah, we uh, talked about we it on Friday. Which and we and, and we were one of the first shows to talk about that story. We were the, one of the first shows to bring that up and talk about it. And now it's it's been confirmed that Joey Bag of Donuts and his administration conducted a covert operation to take down the Nord Stream. Pipeline, which they are still denying. As a matter of fact, Snopes was like, "Well, a lot of the a lot of the facts are are somewhat true about the pipeline and whatnot." But this this whole thing, and they of course they were trying to kind of blast the uh, the journalist Seymour Hirsch, um, who you know apparently had maybe had some 
history with uh how do they call them conspiracies and and, and other things well in in regardless it's um something happened maybe uh, it's just, argument's sake maybe not every every fact in that substack which I've been sharing the Substack all over my Twitter, and people have been asking, "Well, where where is this from?" And I've been, you know, sending them and random people the Substack. Um, we'll have to put it in in the links here somewhere. I'll I'll pull it up somewhere, but just look up the. All you have to do is look up Seymour, and it's S E Y M O U R Hirsch Substack, and it'll come up. It's everywhere. It, Nobody's it, talking about it. it it's it's everywhere and it's being they're trying to distract us with the ufos they're trying to distract us with so many different things um and, and it's non-stop but hold on uh kirby we weren't disinjusting at all we were shouting out his cbd i don't know what you're talking about dude uh we definitely were not disinjusting on this show dissing him. he's got the he's got the fucking sign in the background and then we were friends with the guy and he his, sure. his cbd his cbd company carries on as a sponsor yeah, yeah. Play with the drugs, dude. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're listening to, but we're definitely not just Justin Justin uh, on this show. That's 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 family here, and just his his, his logo will forever be yeah. uh, displayed on We the People Radio. You will always see. Thank uh, you, breath, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Who have you? I, I would like to know who informed you that I was dissing Justin. That's, it doesn't that's even matter. It doesn't terrible. even matter. Next. That's oh. hysterical. That's hilarious. Um. But uh, <laughs> I digress. So I thought it was funny because the Nord Stream pipeline is something it, it is probably one of the biggest stories that everybody should be talking about. It should be 24 seven news across the world because this is a giant act of war like we talked about on Friday. But remember when the, the Nord Stream pipeline broke Alan when that story hit the airwaves oh yeah there was a drill going on in the in the in the bolt right the baltic sea it was that nato drill no no but you remember when the story the, the media and how they broke the story do you remember oh, the yeah it was like this big unsolved mystery like it blew up who blew it up maybe it was putin why would putin blow up a, a pipeline that he was getting paid by western europe and germany to deliver natural gas to it and they just you know it was quick it was quick like oh look look over here it was it was a, a boom went off but it's an unsolved mystery we don't know what happened yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But here is uh, actual video evidence of them spewing the 4 a.m. talking points, I like to call them, because it was pretty much verbatim from everybody. There was a really interesting video that a guy named uh, Matt Orphalia, who puts together these really funny videos, he put, puts together these montages of media reactions to things. And what he shows is that, you know, you can have like 20 different media outlets, and they all use the exact same words. And when he clips it together, you can see that they're reading from somebody's talking points, and it's not really clear who. And, and basically, if you look at his video here on who blew up Nord Stream Pipeline, you see that there was like a party line from the mainstream no media on this stuff. A Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how, will you, how will you do that? I promise you we'll be able to do that. 
medium to larger out media outlets are starting to talk about it, but you won't see the mainstream media. It'll all be lies, 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 because that's what the White House said, that it is false. That's what the CIA talking head who was directly involved in this meeting said, that this is all lies. It's lies. It's fabricated. It's not true. America didn't do it. There was no covert operation. Oh, no, no. Now, needs, right. over, now this needs to be investigated because it needs to be looked at. At least questions need to be asked by, by those specific people maybe that are mentioned. And, mm-hmm. I mean, this this was an act of war. I mean – Obviously, it didn't propel us into this huge conflict and war because it was a covert operation. We blamed it on the Russians through our legacy media. Yep. I don't remember what Russia's stance was on it when it happened because, again, it moved so fast. And I don't remember if they made a statement on it or not. Um, uh, It's just bizarre. Uh, the The whole thing is bizarre, and we know why this happened. This happened, one, obviously, because we know the Biden regime and our uh, uh, corrupt bureaucrats in the Department of Defense did not want Putin and his war to be funded when that went operational. And we know Joe Biden and his crime family didn't want it operational because it was in direct competition with Burisma, which I believe he still has a, a connection to one way or another. Oh, without a doubt, he's still. Come on, let's 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 be smart here, Alan. There's no chance he doesn't have a connection with Burisma and Ukraine right now. Like all of the actions show otherwise, and you have Russia. I'm only going to play a, a quick portion of this video because uh, it's in Russian, but it's a Russian oligarch calling out. Uh, uh, what's her name? Victoria Newland. We are also prepared a uh, kind of report into what has happened over the past year and what we managed to cover. It's not just on the U.S. military biological programs that we are trying to make out. They don't have anything to do with lying as they always do. And it's not just about U.S. being directly involved in explosion on the Nord Stream pipeline. U.S. Undersecretary of State Political Affairs, Mrs. Victoria Newland, has already pleaded guilty to it. <laughs> so Russia knows that we committed. So there are many things that we can remember to show the methods that the United States used to achieve dominance. Senator Cruz, uh, like you, I am, and I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. So basically, this Russian oligarch is coming on air doing this interview. And he's telling the world that we know the United States was involved and they admitted it. They they, they admitted guilt and admitted that they were happy it happened. Will you stop? I mean, they. Uh, Joe Biden hinted to it, you know, with, with with stupid comments to the reporters, which they were not happy that he did. Um, that he he said things like, oh, "It won't be operational. How are you going to do it? Don't worry about it. I promise you." Like that, literally, um, uh, kind of sent it into 
that direction of, well, yeah, this, they, that's very odd that he would say that. And then listen, the details in that sub stack are pretty wild and it would be pretty wild if somebody sat there and fabricated that entire, all that information of uh, this guy, Seymour Hirsch, which I truly believe he didn't. Well, uh, I, I saw an interview with uh, judge Napolitano, uh, who's a friend of yours. Yeah. And he, he was interviewing somebody. I forget who he was interviewing, but he was like, yo, I, I've been friends with Cy Hirsch is what they called him. Yeah. Um, he's like, I've been friends with him with like a quarter of a century. I've been friends with him a long time. And he sit, he's like, uh, the media is trying to say, oh, he has just one rogue source. He's like, listen, I've known Cy for a long time. And Cy never is a one source guy. He always has multiple sources. You could take that to the bank is what he said. You could literally take that to the bank. Right. He has multiple sources. He's not going to put out a story that detailed uh, for one, but uh, any story or any information without multiple sources, according to this guy who is on Judge Napolitano's show. But not only that, James, like one you know, he's, he's worked for, I believe it was New York magazine or, or one of those in New York times. Um, they, they didn't like his reporting at one time. I mean, it's a, the Pulitzer prize doesn't really matter anymore, but he, but I think he, he won that when it did matter. Um, not for something like, you know, videotaping George Floyd, you know, die of a fentanyl overdose in the street and some like, you know, 14 year old wins it for making that stupid or, video. But, or, or right in the Russia, Russia, Russia stories right. that were make believe. But now go back and look at the mainstream media and all of the um, stories that they put out there, like all the Russia stories and everywhere else that they talk about, and they 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 speak about their um, anonymous source, their anonymous source. The source must remain anonymous. And how many times did they have to retract stories because they knew that those anonymous sources were complete bullshit and they've literally retracted stories or had to correct stories because there was no anonymous source. And the funny thing is the, 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 the stories that broke were 24 seven news and the retractions were like little footnotes at the bottom of the story. Like they, they it, the way that they retracted a lot of stories, it's funny how like places like CNN and MSNBC would do it. They leave the article up there because they know people most likely only read the headlines and don't read the story. And yeah. at the very, very bottom of the story, if you scroll all the way down, they put their corrections as a little footnote. Right. And nobody's 90% of people, not I would even say 95% of people don't even get past the headline. I call them headline researchers for a reason. They literally look at the headline, they already figured out what the story is about just by the headline. And this is why these publications they use these keywords and these these uh targeted words that they're using to draw you in and, right. and shape the narrative like half the time half the time you read it like just like the fact checks they'll put the fact check up uh, on there and most people are too lazy to actually click the fact check and see what they're actually saying is is true because most time when you click the fact check they actually tell you what is being said is true but right. then they put their own little spin on it but they they, they know people aren't going to do, do that they're just going to look at the oh it's been fact checked it's not real it's fake it's it, 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 it it's uh it's been debunked guys uh, it's been debunked. And it's been most, most people, like you said, they won't read past the headline because most people don't want to take 
the five to seven minutes to read the entire article. They consumed everything that they think they needed to consume in a headline. And this even goes to like, say, videos, whether it's YouTube videos or even podcasts. And mm -hmm. it's known if you're in the space that catchy titles will get people to click on it and maybe watch it. People call it clickbait, whatever it is. And how many times on YouTube will you see something, especially on YouTube, and you'll you, you'll whatever is drawing you in from the thumbnail pick and the title and you click it and you're waiting for that to happen and it never happens. Mm -hmm. They got you. They got the view and they got the viewing time. Well, you go back to these mainstream media and these articles and the people that don't want to spend the time to read, they may rather watch the video. They don't want to read and they'll just say, oh, let's just look at the title. Well, let's, or we won't report on it you know, at all or accurately. And then people just, they get the buzz through buzzwords in the titles and that's it. That's it. Like, um, that's it. That's the, it. for instance, really quick, just not to get off topic, but at some point I, I was going to bring it up, but the Monday night last night, well, guess what? How many people listening or watching did not know that there was a mass shooting at Michigan State University last night? Yep. I wanted to bring this up as well. There was a mass shooting, and I, I saw a very interesting video today, Alan, about this shooting. So I, I don't know how many were – last I saw six confirmed dead. No, three. Three? Three. three. They, they, they just – a few injured. They identified the three students killed. It was, it was, it was two girls and, and, and a boy. It was a black shooter, correct? It was a black shooter. Gonna, this, um, is gonna, this is going to escape through the and, news cycle right. quickly. One of the uh, his name is Anthony McRae, <clears throat> black guy. Um, he was uh, he and he was also a convicted felon from 2019 because in, back in 2019 he was found loading a gun <clears throat> in his vehicle, and he could have been sentenced to uh, five years in state prison for that, but he was allowed to plead down to a misdemeanor and only serve probation. Oh. So he. I was going to say bail reform. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but he was. Wow, he's almost exactly um, my age. Like almost, like he, he's, he's day. four four days off. Um, but uh, he he shot, and one of the victims was a black girl, by the way. So a black girl, a white girl, and a white guy. So again. This isn't in the news in in the legacy media like it it would be if it was a white shooter. And I, I something else I was having a discussion with Roan today from Steak for Breakfast is when this happened last night. Um, it was very it's very weird because we were talking about the distractions, the distractions of the spy balloons, which we got to get into the distractions of say a, the, the train de derailment in um, East Palestine, Ohio. Which is a bad, crazy situation. It's crazy. Roan literally tweeted out yesterday <clears throat> on the Steak for Breakfast Twitter, cue the mass shooting. Like there should be another distraction. And then it was wild, like an hour, whatever it was, th there was this shooting in Michigan that, again, <clears throat> nobody is talking about because it was a black shooter. There's a black victim and two white victims. Mm -hmm. um, they shot, killed three, shot five more. 43-year-old black guy, and where's Black Lives Matter? But then again, where's Greta and AOC and all these environmental in Ohio? So before we get 
into palestine because I, I i got a lot of stuff that i want to i want to bring up for this coverage because some of it's very sciencey with the the chemicals that are being used that are uh that we'll go over but i saw a video about this MS, msu shooting today and it really caught my eye alan and i don't know about you i've never been in uh one mass shooting in my life like i've never like been in the area where it was going on let alone two and this girl claims that she was there for two mass shootings and she's crying for gun reform so the reason i'm making this video right now is because it is almost 1 a.m and i am currently directly across the street from where the shootings at michigan state occurred i am 21 years old and this is the second mass shooting that i have now lived through 10 years and two months ago i survived the sandy hook shooting and when i was crouched in the corner in school in Newtown, Connecticut on 121412. I was hunched in the corner with my classmates for so long that I actually got a PTSD fracture in my L4 and L5 in my right lower back. I now have a full-blown PTSD fracture that flares up anytime I am in a stressful situation or anything occurs that's aggressive like that. The fact that this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through is incomprehensible. My heart goes out to all the families and the friends of the victims of this Michigan State shooting. I'm, I'm so confused. No longer just provide love and prayers. It needs to be legislation. It needs to be action. It's not okay. Still, hold on. No longer allow this saying. I'm talking over. Did she say? Did she say she she was a lived the she is across the street from where the mass shooting was? Yes. So tell me how she lived through a second mass shooting if she lives across the street from where it happened, number one. And number two, I'm pretty sure this is just David Hogue in drag. Probably. <laughs> they they kind of look alike. They kind of okay. do. Give me a break with your PTSD fractures and all your PTSD bullshit. And I'm not taking away. Maybe, maybe you were one of the out of ten, whatever, ten years ago, whatever you were at Sandy Hook. You know, don't, don't. Let's just stop the gaslighting and the virtual signal. Oh, look at me! Needs to happen. I'm tired of just thoughts and prayers. Look at me and my PTSD. You, uh, uh, let's just stop. All right, PTSD is real, and people like this. I was, this is the second man shooting I lived through and I was across the street and I have to take everybody's guns. Every time I'm in a stressful situation, my PTSD fractures. I didn't even know that there was a, such thing as a PTSD fracture. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what a PTSD fracture is. I was on, I was on meds for PTSD. Not anymore. I literally in, was it? That's what it says. I don't know. It was 2000, the end of 2002, maybe. I put a shotgun in my mouth, but my phone rang and I didn't pull the trigger. Like, give me a fucking break, lady. Okay. Your PTSD. Just stop. Like, you were across the street. Look, look at me on TikTok. And I'm gonna. So she's obviously looking for her 15 minutes of fame. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, idiots like us are giving it to her. Like, and this is this well, is the problem. Like, we I, I'm not so much concerned with the, the, the woe is me PTSD nonsense. I'm because something that always gets brought up 
in these mass shooting situations is crisis actors. And uh, the odds of being involved mathematically being involved or being around a mass shooting are very, very low. Well, not I mean, she wasn't even sure. All right. Maybe she lives across the street. Maybe she's across, uh, from the university. Well, maybe if she is, she, cause she goes there. So, so maybe she was at the campus when it happened. It's possible. But, but just the fact that you're a part of two mass shootings is awfully interesting. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not possible. The timelines kind of do match up, but the chances, the chances are almost impossible. You know, I feel like you probably have a better chance of getting struck by lightning or getting eaten by a shark than you do by, of being involved in two mass shootings. I don't know. I mean, and and I'll also I'll also go as far as say this um, Michigan University shooting. The only reason it's called a man. All right, they had five, six, eight. Wait, five, can I do my? Can I do math? No. Eight people shot. Three were dead. Oh yeah, it's considered a mass shooting. It is by definition. It's it's a mass shooting. But this is nothing compared to Sandy Hook. But regardless, yes, you're right. The, the the chances are I'm not calling her a liar. I'm not she she if if she's in Michigan for school and she was in Sandy Hook for elementary, whatever it was, she was there. I, I, I won't take that away from her. But what I will do and what I will shit all over is your ridiculous PTSD bullshit. OK, that because you were what a, you l- listen this broad was nowhere near the shooting, all right? We know it. You know it. She was nowhere near the shooting. She read the headline. She goes to Michigan State. Let me hop on TikTok and talk about Sandy Hook and my PTSD fractures and how my asshole twitches every time I hear the word gun, <laughs> and I have to make a TikTok about gun control because I'm a fucking moron. We need legislation. We need to change the laws. We can't allow this to happen no more. I don't like guns. Guns are bad. So, so, and I don't know. I don't know the gun laws in Michigan, but Keck over here is in the chat. He's he's a Michigan native. Uh, Does Michigan have red flag laws? Does Michigan have red flag laws? Let us know, Keck. I don't know. Give him a follow on Instagram, Scorpion Seven Point Oh. Um, but uh. I'm not sure. I am not sure. And they have they have Lord Farquaad stretching Gretchen as the governor. So nothing would surprise me that she banned the se- the sale of seeds during the beginning of the China virus while her husband was out on a yacht just hanging out on a boating so, trip. Hey, listen, when when, when you when you when you got it, flaunt it. Uh, so just this about the shooter, really quick. I just pulled this up. Go ahead. So this was. All right, MSU shooter Anthony McRae's past shows warning signs. Uh, state officials Tuesday, they identified him, 43-year-old Anthony McRae. He had a history of mental health issues and was charged with multiple gun-related crimes in 2019. Not long ago, uh, as the, uh, he killed three people, wounded five others. Uh, he was found off campus after dying of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, so he shot himself after. Uh, was identified less than nine hours after police lifted a campus-wide shelter-in-place order, blah, blah, blah. Officials with the Ewing Police Department in New Jersey said Tuesday they were told Michigan police found a note in his pocket that indicated a threat to two public schools in their township where McRae had lived years ago. Okay, so 
Maybe he was going to head to Jersey next, if I'm, re- if I'm reading that right. Michigan State oh, University right. police officials confirmed the note was found on McRae. Ewing police investigated the threats and determined McRae had a history of mental health issues. So where was this guy arrested? Um, in 2019? Yeah, I'm trying to see. Was it in Michigan? And and if he's been oh, yeah. arrested, Dancing. my question is here. My, my question is here, even if they don't have red flag laws. If he was arrested uh, and pled down, even any gun charge, like he shouldn't be able to buy a firearm, according to the laws. How did he get a gun? Well, how did he have one? If, if you know what I'm saying? Like, background checks aren't solving that problem. Making it harder to buy a gun is not solving that problem. Like, he was a felon. He was a convicted felon with gun charges. Right. And he had, he, he was, he was locked up when he had, he at one time had a carry permit. Oh no! He so was, he, no, Peterson, no. MSU has very strict gun policy that infringes on two A. Right, I, but does Michigan what State? The, what about the state of Michigan? Like what's red flag, red flag, red, red, red flag laws. I couldn't. Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll check back in with him when he uh-huh. when he comes back to us. Um. Well, Lansing Democrats, Michigan Democrats, may push for red flag gun gun laws. Um, it does not look like they have them, but the reason asking is red flag gun laws do not work. The Buffalo shooting, he had, uh, run-ins with the police. New York has red flag, red, red flag laws. Um, I forget the other one I was just going to mention at the tip of my tongue. Uh, there was another one where the state had red, uh, gun flag, red flag laws. I can't even talk no, you're retarded uh, today, dude. What's where right? they did not work, they had a run in with the police. So, again, these red flag gun laws, you know how they work? They work when you're pissed at your neighbor, or pissed at a coworker, or pissed at a family member that you know is a gun owner, and you call law enforcement to say that person has a gun and they're a danger to themselves and the community, and then you're able to go to court and get that order. And then law enforcement then goes and gets those guns. They're not going to work for the guy who's buying the gun illegally. They're not going to work for the guy who's going to shoot up a school or a workplace unless he was locked up before and then they failed to do anything about those guns. So, you know, like where I am, they're very strict. Like if you're, have you have a pistol permit and you're arrested, no matter what the arrest is for, you have to, they, they, they will either come and get them once they see the arrest or you have 24 hours after you're arrested or you're eight, you're out of, you know, able to surrender your pistol permit and all of your pistols to the pistol section of the police department in my jurisdiction until the outcome of your case, they will suspend it. And they will, they will either, I, I don't know if you can transfer your guns to someone who has a pistol permit. I'm not sure. So, he said, yeah, he said Michigan has no red flag laws. They have no red flag laws. Right. They, they, I saw something in there where they were talking about them, which it wouldn't matter anyway. But this guy had a run-in with the cops. He had, he's been arrested, and it was pled down to a misdemeanor. It, the initial charge was a felony, and it could have been five years in prison, but he got probation and a misdemeanor. So, and he's a, and he's a mental case. So he did not go and buy that gun legally as, as, as that we know of. I mean, it would be... Uh, definitely 
bad on the gun seller if that were true that sold this guy who has mental illness and a misdemeanor charge a a gun it depending on i guess the law there but all in all where's black lives matter where's 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 the media where's the outrage where's everybody uh losing their shit but again it's another distraction that's coming down the pipeline and it's it's what it's one distraction after another i'm his home there you go literally there's a black dead girl in this shooting where is what's his name the attorney ben crump and al sharpton and and these these clowns standing with her family i mean hey we could still see something in the next day or two. This just happened. The people were just identified. We probably will see press conferences. And it's not going to be so much probably about race because of the color of the gunman. It's going to be guns, 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 guns are bad. What are we going to do about them? So uh, it's it's right out of their playbook. It's directly out of their playbook. Um, it's nothing new. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. It's just another iteration, another version uh, coming down the pipeline. And you're going to have that girl going around. Probably she's going to, I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised to see her do a whole media tour. Oh, I was part of Sandy Hook and now I'm part of MSU. I, I would not be surprised to see the media drag her out and put her all over the media and run that narrative. It wouldn't shock me at all. They should have her on The View sitting on Whoopi Goldberg's lap. Never mind. Just- Whoopi Goldberg doesn't have a lap. <laughs> she'll probably be on ellen she'll probably be on all the fucking shows that and do her do her rounds just like the security guard for the vegas shooting just like david hogg and all these these classic crisis actors that they love to, to trot in front of us but it's very interesting to me alan because i feel like this shooting is just another distraction from another distraction from another distraction um like they can't even get out of their own way um the entire weekend the narrative was the super bowl and ufos ufos were talked about very heavily friday friday they started to surface saturday and sunday it was it was big news that's all everybody was talking about and 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 what and and this is this is the other crazy thing which again i spoke about today like the White House, the Biden regime, the Defense Department, whatever you want to call it, literally shit on the American people and made the American people look like useful idiots by them laughing, by KJP, the queer, just black enough, very underqualified individual to be the White House press secretary. Yep, identity politics, no qualification. Okay. Another, another, you know, equity hire. Literally sat there and laughed and joked. No, people, ha ha ha. This is not a UFO or anything extraterrestrial. No, I'm a fan yeah, of these. I'm a fan of There's no aliens. There's nothing like that. Don't worry about it because I know that's on everybody's mind because we're hearing a lot about it, and that is mm-hmm. all bullshit. Because rational thinking people are not talking about the possibility of little green men flying on balloons over the United States. Well, they're not really no. balloons, Alan. They, they've come out and said that they're not balloons. Whatever they are. They're ob- objects. So I have, a, whatever, I have 
I have a couple oh. of videos of what they're trying to pump out there. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. So what 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 the American people want to hear about and want to have questions about is what they are, who they belong to, and if their capabilities of carrying anything, you know, like a virus, whether they're carrying anything that can magnetically screw up our power grids or drinking water, anything like that. We're not talking about little green men, okay? Nope. And here's another thing too. China took responsibility for the first one and said, yeah, that's ours, and then put their spin on it. Yeah, supposedly China has this, <clears throat> Kirby said this, um, China has this balloon flying program, but- What is it doing in our airspace? Well, out of here. Here's the thing too, and I, I brought this up today, and uh, I- I'm not saying I, I don't know if I if I feel this way yet, but <clears throat> oh, actually today Kirby on a on a on a telephone conference apparently did say that the other balloons, maybe the uh, the other three, were possibly some type of uh, type of commercial um, or or research uh, uh, aerial devices. I personally believe to a degree that. After the first one, where we let it travel across the entire country before mm -hmm. shooting it down, and the 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 criticizing and the uproar of people saying we have a commander in chief who is more like the suggester in chief that says on a Wednesday, yeah, shoot it down, and then the Pentagon is like, yeah, but we'll shoot it down when we feel like we're ready to shoot it down and not following the orders of the person who's supposed to be in supreme command of our national security, the commander-in-chief. So mm -hmm. I almost, part of me says, those three balloons were not Chinese balloons. There weren't balloons. I'm calling them balloons, whatever the fuck they were. All right? They're, right now, they're balloons. They're that, not. They're, they're reported that they're cylinder objects. You, I, I get it. I'm just calling them balloons because balloons fly. I don't give a shit if they were flying dildos. Okay. My point is that I believe that these flying uh, objects, whatever you want to call them, whatever you want to call them, I believe they were not Chinese. And I believe this is all political theater to show to the American people that Joe Biden has complete control of the United States national security and airspace. And look, everyone, we shot them down. This uh, is what we did because we have control. I think that the small part of the story, I think it's it, like, because look at what everybody's talking about. They're talking about UFOs and aliens. They're not, talking, they're not talking about the Nord Stream pipeline. They're no. not talking about what's going on in Ohio. They're talking about UFOs yes. and aliens. That's what everybody's focused on. Everybody's like, oh, look over here. Like I, I saw someone Shiny talking about object in the sky. Ooh, ooh, a squirrel. Ooh, a squirrel. Yes. And and you have you know guys like this get in front of the podium. So I can confirm that the Department of Defense was tracking a high altitude object over Alaska airspace in the last 24 hours. Out, uh, the uh, the object was flying at an altitude of uh, 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. Out of an abundance of caution and at the recommendation of the Pentagon, President Biden ordered the military to down the object, and they did. 
and it came in inside our territorial waters. Uh, those waters right now are frozen, but inside uh, territorial uh, airspace and over territorial waters. Fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command took down the object within the last hour. Notice how they call it an object. And then you have this video, which is awfully interesting. Thank you, Tar. Thank you, sir, ma'am. Let's go to Jen Griffin, Fox News. Hey, thanks, Pat. Um, this is Liz. I'll be asking for Jen today. Um, are these balloons that have been shot down since Friday, or are they weather balloons? Thanks very much for the, the question. Yep, go ahead, go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, so I'm not going to categorize them as balloons. We're calling them objects for a reason. Uh, certainly the event off the South Carolina coast uh, for the Chinese spy balloon, that was clearly a balloon. These are objects. Uh, I'm uh, not able to categorize how they stay aloft. It could be a gaseous uh, type of uh, uh, balloon inside a structure, or it could be some type of a propulsion system. But clearly, they're, uh, they're able to stay aloft. I would be hesitant to and urge you not to uh, attributed to any specific country. We don't know. That's why it's so critical to get our hands on these so that we can further assess and analyze what they are. They're running on some sort of propulsion. They don't even know how they're staying afloat. They don't know. But this, I think this is all bullshit. I oh, think this is all fake and gay, Alan. It's all uh, fake and gay. I, I, and that, that's like, I don't, it doesn't matter what the object is. My point is the three objects after the first balloon that china said belonged to them i mm -hmm. don't believe belongs to them the, the the other three that was shot down and i believe this is a scam to show the american people the useful idiots that joe biden is but in I, full control yes over our national security and our airspace but I think it's more so I agree, but I think it's more so of a distraction. Like, oh, here's let's pull out the alien car, just like uh, COVID cover up Russia. Like now everybody's talking about this rather than what's really going on and what's really important, especially the Nord Stream, Nord Stream pipeline uh, being an act of war. Like, I, I don't think people can really fathom how big yeah. of an event that is. And the fact that our president, our resident in office, conducted that and made the orders to make that happen we know it wasn't him but it you get you get what i'm saying but, I, but the re it's like you can't even compare the two because <clears throat> to the government and the biden regime and everyone who's running the show the Nord Stream pipeline is not a story therefore it's not going to be a story in the mainstream media because they're controlled yes it is it is we had a Chinese balloon that flew across country and people are pissed and asking too many questions. So we need to do something to show that we are in control. Shoot down. I don't care where you get them from. Find whatever they are and shoot them I down. I don't think anybody thinks that they're in control. Like, I don't think any, like anybody really got that vibe. Everybody's more concerned about, oh, what the hell are they? Like, are they, are they, what kind of, what, what is going on in our airspace? And I don't Why? think anybody, anybody with a brain thought they were little green men in UFO. No, 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 no. They but, just but, said that but, to but, make a but, 
but to, to distract us, yes. But I, I, the thing is, we have these unidentified objects, according to the Pentagon, that they have no idea what the fuck uh, they are and how they're floating in the sky. They know exactly what they are. Right. And how they they exactly. 100%, 100%. But, but here's the thing. They're in our airspace, and this is happening in very close time frames. It's almost as if they're trying to make it seem like we're under attack. Yeah, sure. Well, okay. So, so it, I forget where the, where the clip is. It's Lloyd, uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. I heard it today. <clears throat> Literally talked about the aid to Ukraine, the military aid to Ukraine in every country, most of the country, countries that are donating military equipment and it's we're talking over a dozen countries mm -hmm. and i believe it was norway that is donating oh. like seven billion euro towards military defense so because let me let me let me ask if out of that seven billion euro how much of it is your u.s taxpayer dollars that they're sending I, over there i don't know i don't know but I'm sure I'd be I'd be willing to bet seven billion of it. But the now, if you take that and you look at all of these countries, I mean, Germany, whether they're uh, long range missile systems, short range missile systems, different Abrams types of tanks. tanks from all over, all over. You're talking. It's like okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was like over a dozen countries. When you listen to him talk, and and. You 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 compute it for a second. You can't not think it's sounding like, wow, this is like this is World War Three. All of these countries are involved mm -hmm. in equipment and money to yep. Ukraine because mm -hmm. Zelensky's out playing the piano with his penis in front of everybody, hustling for money and equipment. He's probably and, blowing them under the table. Let's be real. Whatever it is, good for him because it's working for him. It whatever. Yeah. It is, Whatever he is doing, he is doing it right because it is working. And uh, he's being ordered to do, you mean? What I don't get whatever. It's he's doing he's doing it and he's doing it right. Just like oh. just like uh, Joey Bag of Donuts, he's not making any decisions. Oh. He's oh, but, he's got a coke issue. You see the video that's going around with him oh. just sniffling everywhere? <laughs> but yeah, Zelensky was listen, Zelensky was a washed out Jewish comedian actor. Okay, who played the piano with his penis? Um, yeah, yeah. the guy has a coke problem. Okay, let's 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 let's. So anyway, <clears throat> now all of this is happening, and we're sitting here, and people on the left are like, "Well, thank God Donald Trump isn't president because he was going to get us nuked. He was going to get us into World War Three with China and North Korea, and this one and that one and everything else." Right now. The the nobody's really making any money. We talked about this. The military industrial complex is not making the money they want to be making. All right. So it's a big Afghanistan, issue. Afghanistan is over. There's an election coming up. And for a desperate plea, a desperate grab to to remain in power, the Democrats are going to propel us into a full on war. Okay. And maybe, maybe potentially try to push the election back because that's not going to happen. They, they, no, they, they want this for the election because they can, they can 
control the optics unless, of course, it blows up in their face. Which it always does. But they need a war to show that Joe Biden has what it takes to hold the country together, okay? And they have all, they're going to have everything orchestrated beforehand for the economy and all of this fake theater bullshit optics. And they're going to say, look what Joe Biden has done for this country through. I'm not convinced that that's the move, Alan. That's that. I don't see it that way. I, I'm not even convinced that they're going to ride into 2024 with Biden. I'm not even convinced that they've made that decision yet. Um, I don't think, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I, I really don't. I, I, I don't think they've made that it's, decision. Here's, and, the, here's the problem. Politi- politically, politically, it's suicide yes. for, the, for the Democratic Party if he leaves office. I, but but what, what if he leaves office for some other reason? Not, not, not just running. Like, I'm not running. Like, what if he lo- leaves office because of a health issue? What happens if he resigns from office because of what's going on with Nord Stream or what's going on with his son? – None of that's going to happen. He's not going to resign for any reason. We, they're not going to allow it. If he resigns for any of those reasons, it is a black eye on the Democratic Party, and it affects their ability to remain in power. I, I, I understand this, but Joe Biden himself affects their ability to re- remain in power. Let's be serious here. Like the, Joe Biden, just being Joe Biden makes it very difficult for the Democratic Party to accomplish anything, to gain any credibility with the American people or anybody across the world. He is a laughingstock. He is a clown. And everybody on both sides of the party, except for a small fringe group of NPCs who are completely gone and lost, are like, what the fuck is going on here? And that's why they need, and that's why they need a war. It is a brilliant political move for them. <sighs> I, I I don't I don't think it is. I think that backfires big time. I think it further I shows. Hope it does, but that, I but think that, further shows. I think that's the last thing that they want Joey Bagadonis to do because now he's going to have to make statements about the war, and it's just going to be even not, more. No, he's not. No, he's not. Because you know why? They're not going to expect him to make statements about the war. He'll make calculated statements, but it will all be. It'll be Lloyd Austin. It'll be John Kirby. It'll be KJP because he is busy engaged with the Joint Chiefs in the basement. And that's where they're going to keep them. Listen, we're talking about the best, the 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 best theatrics on earth, better than Hollywood, the United States federal government. So, so then, do you think that they're staging these unidentified objects uh, to make it seem like we're being attacked? No, that's so- not why. But go ahead. I, so, I do believe part of me does believe that it is staged, but not that we're being attacked. No. So that because no, because here's the thing here. Here's my thought process here. The Nord Stream pipeline situation is an act of war. It's a 100 percent an act of war. Yeah. And, that, and, one, and unfortunately, one of them come into play. But what, what happens? What happens? I'm not saying it's a smart move, but I'm just saying what happens if because they committed this act of war, Russia decides to take military action because of this act of war, rightfully so. If someone did that to one of our, if Russia came that to, did that to our pipeline, what would our country and our Pentagon be saying? We need to go to war. So uh, if Russia were to, were to, were to 
declare the war. And then now Joey Bag of Donuts is holding the bag because it's all his fault for making this decision. So instead, they stage all of these unidentified objects in our airspace and make it seem like we're being attacked so the, the, they can get the American public behind them declaring a, a state of war because we're under attack. Our airspace is under attack, and then they can avoid the whole entire situation to be constant media coverage of us being attacked rather than ever talking about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline whatsoever. No one will ever mention it because maybe maybe because of Joey Bag of Donuts' decision and his administration's decision to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline, war is inevitable. I think it's too many moving parts. <clears throat> And, and and there's, there's so many moving parts in, in a lot of things that are going on, Alan. But it'd be very simple for them. I don't as far oh, as and, and these these flying objects, first of all, they got their sights on China for it, and that's who they were that's that's who they're blaming. Russia's not even coming into play with that. China and Russia go hand in hand, in my opinion, if, if we go into a, a world war. In a world war situation, all we need is is China to invade Taiwan and here the fuck we go. Right. But I, I think if, if Russia decides to make this big play, whatever it is by the 24th, whatever in the next two weeks, let's say, um, that that final big major push into Ukraine – um, I think we're gonna we'll we'll see a lot more aggression. We're gonna see what NATO is is obviously Ukraine's not a NATO country. We're gonna see what they want to do. We're gonna see what our idiots are gonna do as far as giving them more money. We know and that's then, because all of these weapon systems that everybody's giving take a long time to get trained on. Okay, it's not just something like here. Go ahead and start fighting tomorrow. And it's been said. Numerous times about preparing for the defense of Ukraine going into the spring. Okay, so a prolonged war. <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe this war is going to go well into the next presidential term, past into 2025. I think it's going to keep going. How how bad it gets and who gets finally involved remains to be seen. I believe that this if this big push comes from Russia that we're going to see more involvement. Russia is going to have to be really tactful on, on what retaliation they want to take against us. Even just saying like, listen, you're giving all of this aid. I mean, you're, you're, you're involved, which I have to agree with. Like you're involved, you're, you're involved in this war against us. Um, but Putin's not stupid either. He knows. No, he knows no. His, definitely not stupid. He knows his his military. He doesn't have. He does not have the the, the funding that he to 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 win against everyone. Like he he doesn't have the funding. He he they their their military's out of date. You know, but <clears throat> I don't think these these balloons are going to have any play in it. I don't even think Putin. Putin, I believe, is laughing about this pipeline. Like he knows what happened and he's laughing about it because he's not even saying anything about it. He made whatever he, he statements he might have made, and I don't even remember what they were, but literally, it's like, whatever, whatever, I'm doing my thing. 
until I get pushed to the point where I have to do something else. And I, I, I think in the next, I'm going to, I'm going to say three months, whatever that move might be. And it might be even sooner, depending on if they do this big move that they they're speculating is going to happen. Russia against Ukraine will then really be the pivotal moment on what these idiots are going to make us get involved with. And, and all the posturing, all the posturing is leading that way. Like it, 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 everything is one giant distraction. And this meme, I think what I mean to say did this meme, I'm not 100% sure who was on our show last week. It's not tagged. So uh, if I'm wrong, someone corrected me, but I'm pretty sure it's one of his memes. Uh, really describes how I feel about this whole entire unidentified object situation. A giant distraction. Yeah, we know it's Let's just dangle this this in front of everybody's head, so no one's talking about the Nord Stream pipeline, and nobody's talking about what's going on in Ohio. No one's talking about the Epstein list that's that's coming out via court order. Who knows when that will come out? But it is ordered by court that it has to come out. And uh, all of this is now coming. Then now they're pulling out the unidentified object, getting everybody enamored and believing that this is something that's happening. And it's leading up to something where Ian went, uh, the the owner of paid actually, uh, official mm-hmm. Patriot gear. I'm wearing his hat right now. He posted this video, and this is something that we talked about on our show many many moons ago. Uh, is Project Bluebeam, and how that might be on the table. In 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado. I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused, and Garris looked over me and smiled, then asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course, what else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists have been developing holographic technologies and proved it to a state that we can only imagine. So I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it. I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale skybeam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their cities in droves. America had been easily tricked by very... To amplify this response, those who are truly in power of not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, the event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. 
And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one-world government will immediately form without any resistance. They will be the new world order. Do it already. Once it happens, we as a people will be doomed. So Ronald Reagan had a very famous speech when he was president saying how sometimes we need an outside force to come in and bring us all together. And this was always the purpose of Bluebeam. It was always to usher in a one world government, give to, to give us people a reason to give over our power and free will to the governing body who's going to come and save us. All, all the world leaders are going to come together and save us from this alien invasion. And, and now we're under one world government. And they're setting the stage with the, the language that they're using. This is from the officials. This is not from some crazy conspiracy alien nuts like the, the guy on uh, uh, Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. This is coming from our Pentagon officials, from NORAD, from NORCOM, from all the official places, which makes me believe it's fucking nonsense and, and garbage. But this is where it's coming from, that it's an unidentified object. It looks like a cylinder. It's flying weird. We don't know the propulsion system. We don't know where it's from. All of this verbiage and language is a way to manipulate the American public, to manipulate the people that are watching. So rather than, again, the distraction here, rather than paying attention to what's really important, the NORAD situation, what's going on in Ohio, which we haven't even talked about yet, People are talking about this unidentified object situation. That's all everybody's talking about. That's all anybody cares about. You can't talk about anything else. You bring a, oh, NORAD, what the hell is that? They have no fucking clue. They, they, that people are now catching on to Ohio because of what's going on, the, the viral videos that are happening. Mm-hmm. But no one's talking about the act of war. And you, you, tie in, you tie in the act of war of Joe Biden and you tie in the UFO objects, it seems like we're, we're being attacked. And you tie in what's going on in Ohio and now in four other places with four, three other, inclu- four total, including Ohio, train derailments, and now a, has, uh, a hazardous material truck in Tucson tipping over. All in, in a, such a short period of time, Alan, in a short period of time. And I have a great video that Tucker Carlson talks about train derailments that I'm going to play in a little bit when we start talking about Ohio. Um, but he details how these train derailments happen a lot more often than we think. Maybe not with hazardous materials. They're just not reported. Train derailments happen all the time. All All the time. All the time. time. So why now? My question is why? Not even major ones. Just a train. We're not talking about major train car derailments either. No. No, we're not talking about major ones. This one happens to be a major one but also cool. trucks carrying hazardous materials also tend to crash a lot as well they happen to report on this one in tucson arizona there was an exa- and, and a, a shelter in place order for whatever the certain mileage miles were but happens a lot so, so alan you remember you remember uh tom green the bum yeah. song remember tom old, old tommy green yeah, Tommy yeah. Green is uh, doing a good job, in my opinion, because I always say it's message over messenger. And regardless of if we like it or not, celebrities hold influence over over 
the citizens, over American public. They hold influence. And even though he's probably a C, maybe even a D-list celebrity at this point, mm-hmm. people hear him and it holds a little bit of weight. People are yeah. fucking morons. They are. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's not right. And that's not that's not true, but this is the reality of the situation, Alan. So I'm Tom Green, and uh, forgot to mention the other reason this uh, UFO uh, information is coming out now is because they're trying to distract us all from the fact that we're uh, about to get released the Epstein Island list, as well as what's going on in Palestine, Ohio, with the train derailment and the chemical uh, release of chemicals into the air. Uh, which is being called possibly as bad as Chernobyl, and the fact that World War III might be about to start uh, in uh, the Ukraine uh, war between USA, Russia, and China. So that's what's going on. Good to see you guys. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, there's UFOs. Yeah, there's UFOs, guys. There's UFOs. And, and oh. that was the best way to end it. Like, oh, guys, there's UFOs. Don't worry about all this other shit. All right, so let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Who, so are we saying that these objects, these UFOs, that because then they, they, they've just contradicted themselves, that the government will want the American people to believe that these are actual extraterrestrial UFOs? The verbiage that they're using, yes, that's what it seems and why, like. Then why is the White House press briefing? Because she's a moron. How she's many times? But, but yes, she's a moron. But she's she's giving the answers that she's ordered to give, and she's now confirming to the press in the White House briefing room that there's no sign of alien inte- uh, life forms or anything like that. Well, I'm I'm not. They, they, she she specifically said extraterrestrials or aliens is what yeah. she said. Yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's not unmanned alien technology. That does not mean that the, the the fact that they're saying it's an unidentified object, they cannot figure out how it's flying, where it's from. It's making all of these erratic movements that no none of our aircrafts can make, and and they they can't figure it out. And they've shot them down. They've now, they've now, they've now came out and announced. They just let me read it. I'll read it right now. I took a screenshot of it. <clears throat> Where is it? I mean, oh, here we go. Justin Pentagon says no debris has been recovered from the three down objects in Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. No, no debris. You're telling me nothing was found? Oh, just a coincidence. Down. They haven't found it yet. There's, uh, are they still searching? Like, well, I don't understand what that means. Are they haven't found it yet, or they just there's nothing there. There's nothing there. No, 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 no debris was has been found has been recovered. So, are they done looking for debris? Like, oh, that's it. We didn't find anything. That's what or, it seems. Like. What, what is that from that you just read? This closed TV. It's from the. But all that says to me is. They haven't found anything yet. Are they still looking? So that, that, that there has to be beyond that, like. Can we confirm if they're still looking? Do they still have teams out looking for in a debris field looking for debris? I, I cannot confirm, but yeah, I would imagine I would imagine the answer is yes, they do. So I mean just, just the fact that then then why come out and make that statement? Like why why like if you're still looking, 
So do you want people to think that we have aliens or do they not want people? It to seems think like that? they want us to think that we have fucking aliens, the way that they're manipulating the, 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 the story, that this is what they're trying to make us think. They're not trying to make us think it's from another country because otherwise they, they, they would name that country. Look at what they've done in every single war. They knew it was a song. No, no, no. Because Kirby is talking about the Chinese balloon program. Yes. His, his, they are pointing. This is the thing, James. They are pointing fingers to another country in these three balloons. Just for the one balloon. Yeah. No, just for yeah. the one balloon. No. Is yes. No. You heard. The, you heard the, the the head of NORAD in the Pentagon talking. We don't. I want to be specific. We cannot be pointing fingers and blaming other countries. Right. For that. We do not know. But Kirby is saying. He's talking about their balloon program, knowing that they have these balloons, alluding to well, alluding to it happened in the previous administration. He even made the comment, which flipped me out, saying, Alan, they, hold on, that they detected it and the previous administration didn't, which made me go crazy because political appointments who always change in the administration aren't the ones detecting anything. So then that means that our military and defense systems are a complete failure if he made that statement. But Then why have your Pentagon officials come out and say they are not balloons? I'm not going to identify them as balloons, and I want to make that clear. Why not say they're balloons? They better fix their messaging because you have – They don't the, care about their messaging, Alan. They lie through their teeth about everything. That's my point. You have that now. You have two different – complete opposite arguments you have whoever these people are from the pentagon or defense department wherever they're from saying well we're not going to call them balloons we're going to call them cylindrical objects that flying and we don't know how they fly and then we're going to have kirby talk about not just about the first balloon talk about chinese china's extensive balloon program and trying to identify these <clears throat> these crafts or whatever the hell they are and then the White House literally saying, oh, no, we're, we're not – just because everybody's been asking and it's been on everybody's mind, these aren't uh, little green men ships or anything like that. It has anything to do with aliens. So, so KJP never said ships or UFOs. She said aliens and extraterrestrials. There's no alien life forms or extraterrestrials. Okay. Nothing about UFOs or unidentified objects because okay. all other reports have, have reported that it is an unidentified object from every NORAD, NORCOM, the Pentagon. So what are we saying? Are these things alien objects? Is that, is that what we're trying to say here? They're unidentified objects that are flying like no other technology that we have. So they're saying they're trying to, to again, manipulate I think, people. I think they're, it's all bullshit. I agree. I think it's all, it's all fake bullshit. and gay. I think it's all fake and gay, but the, the messaging that they're putting out there is that they are unidentified objects. Because if they were balloons, they'd say, hey, they're balloons, guys. They're balloons that we they shot down and coming into our airspace. Because, again, it would it would help their narrative to make it look like Joey Bag of Donuts is strong. Oh, they tried to fly a couple more balloons in. We shot them down right away. The people would be like, yeah, rather than saying, oh, unidentified right. objects and making people say, oh, then what the hell is going on here? And then – and then and then – uh so it, it, it really seems like we're being attacked. And then you have what's going on in Ohio. And what they're doing in Ohio is some of the most disgusting, evil things that you could see. Not only are they trying to cover up this story, which what is happening in the chemical spill that's now going into the air, 
uh, the animals that are dying, it's it's wild. It's terrifying. And just like 9-11, uh, I don't think that we're going to see, people are going to see health effects going on 10, 15, 20 years later from this event. I mean, they're, they're literally, they're literally, apparently they're having issues with animals. They have, it was like, it was like 50 miles away in the Ohio river. There was some contaminants detected. They had, um, I it was like, I think they, I don't know. I, I heard it this morning. I think it was like 3,500 fish or something. They pulled out of one yeah. lake or something like that. Boxes are dying like crazy. A woman um, put in on on twitter earlier today something about uh the ohio pennsylvania border that the an area in pennsylvania where there was an abundance amount of children that were absent today people complaining of being nauseous and throwing up and issues so with their, and issues with their pets mm -hmm. um, you know I'm so if you're if you're if you're not familiar with the situation, here's a, a quick little overview of what had happened in Ohio. And when you watch this, you really got to ask yourself, why is this not being covered uh, at all? Train derailed Friday. Twenty of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit. The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. That's terrifying. Look at it. Looks like a nuclear bomb. They arrested the national news reporter for reporting on this, by the way. So I was at, go ahead, I was actually talking to some people about that today. Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. There's no residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. The, all the officials say the air quality is fine. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. Evacuated. Please leave the area. They were doing a burn off too. About Monday. The that is what? the big issue with the burn off. I think Monday they did the big burn off. Was it Monday? Oh, and, they, and they call that a big success. Wasn't uh, that the, yesterday? Yeah, it was. I believe it was yesterday. But they and they call it the governor of Pennsylvania, the governor of Ohio. They called it a great success. And um i'm gonna I, I have i have a guy who understands the science of the chemicals i have a video of him it's a great explanation i'll play that in a second but i want to discuss this for for a hot second because watching those clips and seeing what's going on in that part of it you would literally think uh someone dropped a nuclear bomb the way the skies look the way the explosion looks um and you seeing the pets and the the, the animals die and the, the way that the birds are acting um it's as if a nuclear bomb exploded. And I truly believe we haven't even seen the, the true effects of what's going to happen to some of these people because of these chemicals that they're breathing in. 
And our government doesn't want to tell us anything. They want to cover it up. They want to hide it. And it's just a coincidence, just a coincidence that the two biggest investors for the Norfolk Southern train company, I believe they're called, happen to be Vanguard and BlackRock. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence, the largest. Well, I mean, does that really surprise you? I mean, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be investors in big chemical companies? The largest investors. Yeah. They invent. They own everything, dude. They literally own everything. Nothing surprises me with that. Um, they, they also apparently turned the railway company. Um, they cut employees and the quality of employees lives and and had uh apparently record profits in 2022 um yeah norfolk southern that's the rail the like you just said the railway company norfolk southern uh, yeah february 3rd they you know they, they're the one that forced a uh, massive <laughs> evacuation had literally record profits in 2022 despite mm-hmm. employee reductions and just a treating employees like shit uh obviously i would imagine that they cut a lot of corners on safety and inspections and everything else um, without a doubt but it, but again again it, it happens fairly often and you see those photos and you, you're not really people don't really understand like myself you know seeing those photos it, it looks terrible but you don't really understand what's really going on because what were the chemicals? I don't even know. It was uh, high, something, something or other. So here's here's a bad chemical, something or something or another. I heard about that one. It's awful. I, I someone who was just talking to me about it this morning um, about it. Um, <laughs> vinyl, something or another. I have it right here. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form, meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. Great. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million, average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 so pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. 
But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Oh. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. Great. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports Nerd. available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple of things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word. That's all we're getting. No one's talking about what's really happening. You have you have Mayor Pete Buttplug, the Secretary of Transportation. It's not he's he's talking about how there should be more black construction workers, and and not talking about this. Another um, diversity hire. Another no qualifications. He, he he couldn't even keep the buses running on time in his own and when he was mayor of of the city, um, you don't have anything as far from what I'm hearing so far, uh, and it's sparse because where can you hear it? Um, you don't hear anything about FEMA, FEMA activation, FEMA director. Now well, another thing I'm I'm wondering is if the FBI has a response team or the um uh atf are their bomb squads because the fbi has a whole hazmat division they have hazmat response units um big uh, uh, unbelievable uh, equipment that they have i'm wondering what their involved <clears throat> excuse me what their involvement is if anything if, if is there any now someone I, I was listening to serious radio today the david webb show and somebody who was 15 miles from it was talking about representation from the epa being there but i don't know if he was i've heard there I don't was. Know if he was referencing ohio state like obviously the ohio authorities are all involved the department of emergency management and all the typical agencies that would be involved and apparently they were trying to go around and do some testing places but again the fed the I have not seen any solid information on anything that the federal government is doing now I'm wondering, the Ohio now has the Ohio governor. I'm also not hearing anything. Has the Ohio governor picked up the phone and called the White House and said, "Hey, we need FEMA. FEMA. Hey, we need this. We need that. We need a hazmat and emergency services." This, the, the, some people are comparing this to a Chernobyl, Chernobyl type situation because of chemicals. I mean, they, they they have hazmat teams there. I mean, from all over the state, but do they have? The federal government support. Yeah, that that's what I'm wondering. Like, do they have FEMA? Do they have the FBI? Uh, ha let's, let's be real. What is the FBI going to do? They're fucking a joke. The but FBI has an unbelievable hazardous materials operation. I've seen it in action. I'm, 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 unbelievable. I'm, I'm sure. But there. Alan, the FBI, uh, they couldn't figure out whether the garage door pulley was a noose or not. 
Yeah, it's FBI is a very unreliable agency, and I wouldn't put any faith in anything that they need to do, especially in a story that they're clearly trying to cover up. My point is is forget about the FBI agent that that can't identify a noose. My question is, is any federal agencies there? And if the FBI hazmat division is there, that is a kick-ass division of the FBI. So are they involved? I'm going to say not because I don't think any fe- – I, I haven't seen anything with any, any federal agency from FEMA to the FBI to uh, – I mean, I don't know what the um, uh, the NTS – do, do, do you believe that they're trying to cover the story up? <clears throat> well, I mean, they can try all they want. The problem is – why it's, are they not reporting on it? Well, why that, is why that, is there no that, statement by the FBI? That's, why? Two, that's two different questions. Well, it's, that's, it's, don't don't you think if they 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 didn't want to cover it up, they would at least talk about it a little bit? Well, Nobody, because the mainstream media doesn't want that many people knowing about it. But everybody, pretty much now, everybody knows about the mainstream media though. Like the okay. mainstream media is the offshoot of our government. They're the propaganda arm of our oh. government. There's a reason who's telling the media not to cover it. It's our government. So our government is trying to cover it up. I want to know. I want to know if anyone from the federal government has been there yet. Has there been? I have not. I'm sure there have. And I'm, I get, I, I don't have any faith that they're going to do anything. No, no, no. I don't. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. I'm sure there's federal, federal agents there. They're, they're, I'm sure they sent people there. I, I have I, not even heard. Joe Biden make a statement or even Kamala Harris make a statement. They don't want people to know about it. They don't want people to know. I know they don't want people to know about it, but they know everybody knows about it. I'm not talking about the the, uh, details of it. Just from the White House saying our, you know, the thoughts and prayer shtick to the people of Ohio and the surrounding areas, you know. And when did this happen? This happened on what, Saturday? It's Friday. Um, this happened a couple days ago, dude. Something like that. It was, uh, I think, Saturday. They still haven't had a statement made, which which says a lot. Which yeah. says a lot. A situation. February, oh no, uh, fe- uh, February third. So that was that February. happened. On the, it happened on the third. Yeah, uh, no I mean, the derailment on February third. That's what I'm looking oh. at right now. And we're just finding out about it now. And they haven't said a statement. Well, I mean, I found out about it a, f- a couple days after it happened. I saw it, but on social media, but nobody was really talking about it until they was they started talking about it. I understand this. Like, there's, but, but, but my 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 point is like, if that's truly the case, we're now two weeks gone, and and we said watching this play out that we played that video, it looks like a nuclear bomb went off in this in this area. Sure. Terrible, and the fact that no federal, no, no, no statement from anybody has been made is disgusting. And 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 now at this point in the game, if they come out and make a statement now because of the like the thoughts and prayers and this, that, and the other, because people are now talking about it and and videos videos like this blue haired liberal are going viral. I see so many people talking about the train derailment at East Palestine, Ohio. And all I'm going to ask is that if you do this, you get your facts right. I literally grew up right down the road from East Palestine. Um, My old childhood best friend lives in the fucking town. 
um my current best friend literally lives right next to the town it is so much worse than what the media is telling any of us i'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams rivers fucking dead i got a video from my friend okay and she's like walking dude it's all fucking dead all fucking dead and on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen the chemicals are in the fucking water and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not yep they're the water's been contaminated. The, the soil's been contaminated. The fucking air is contaminated. You literally are about to see some of the worst fucking health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more fucked up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross now never fucking came fema never fucking came the environmental con- con- conservationists still have yet to fucking come and nobody's fucking helping them meaning all of the fucking firefighters that were working get no food have nothing to help them nothing okay all the people that were displaced have no food water a place to stay none of that shit it is so much worse than what they're telling you and tiktok probably won't even let me post this video but if this video gets posted please save it and repost it everywhere you fucking can because i'm telling y'all they are covering this shit up they are covering this shit up because they don't want to get out how bad it actually was this was not good this was the worst fucking thing that's happened probably in the past years what was that I don't know. Well, I was trying to look at it. basically unlivable now because of the fucking chemicals. And they're lying, telling civilians that it's safe, knowing damn well because I took chemistry and I know chemicals. Right, I fucking supercomputer in my hand. Side effects from breathing in those chemicals. Their cover is shut up. Their cover is shut up. So you see this huge lib, clearly a, a hardcore orange man bad person uh got a major red pill shoved down her throat by the actions of our federal government and yeah, wait, she she's still a liberal she wasn't red pill she still hates everybody she still hates everybody but i i think she's starting to realize that that our government is lying to us and the media is lying to us which is which is a red pill whether whether you still hate orange man you're still a liberal it's still a red pill learning that your media is uh, fake and gay, your government is fake and gay, and everything is fake and gay. All right. So, so, um, the yes, the EPA is on the ground, and so is the NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board. Doesn't say anything about the FBI. <clears throat> so, I just went on. I just kind of. All right, so I don't know what WYSO.org is. It's a radio station. This is two hours ago. Ohio officials say air quality in East Palestine is fine, but do not, but not to drink the water. Um, Fox, 
apparently Biden, the Biden administration made a uh, some sort of statement. I'm going to try to do this again without that stupid ad playing that was playing music. Um, Biden administration insists Ohio air is safe after chemical explosion sparks fear. We basically nuked a town with chemicals, a local hazardous materials expert says. Um, and it says the Biden administration and state officials are reassuring residents in eastern Ohio that the area, the air is safe to breathe after conducting a controlled release of toxic chemicals. Because they think um, the burn off was a success, which right. we just found out it is not. The EPA, uh, along with governors Mike DeWine and Josh Shapiro uh, from Pennsylvania, which is right next door, said the air quality had been sampled multiple times in the region and found to be below levels of concern. On February 3rd, a train carrying vinyl chloride, a dangerous colorless gas, and operated by the transportation company Norfolk Southern Railroad, derailed in uh, Columbiana County, Ohio, which is located along the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. Shortly after the derailment, Norfolk Southern opted to release the gas from the derailed cars, potentially releasing deadly fumes into the air to prevent a potentially disastrous explosion. So right there, the rail company opted to release the gas from the derailed cars. This almost sounds like a Exxon Valdez. Remember that big sport, that, that big, uh, that big oil. oil spill and Exxon and everything else. I'm imagining that one, there'll be so many questions. There'll be obviously so many lawsuits There'll be so many hearings, and the they're going to come after this rail company for 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 their their safety issues and and what they did did and did not do. Um, plus, along with everyone else that that's that's complicit in saying that uh, the air is or was okay. U.S. EPA continues to conduct air monitoring throughout. The East Palestine community, the EPA said in a statement Sunday, air monitoring since the fire went out has not detected any levels of concerns in the community that could be attributed to the incident at this time. So that's after the fire was out. Um, you know, where did all that stuff go? I mean, it somewhere. Does it eventually, does it eventually just, you know what no, I mean? Just explain it. It attaches to water. That's right. what it attaches to. It's an unstable <laughs> particle. And it attaches to water. So I have a couple interesting takes of this situation, mostly peaceful memes. Uh, another great meme, meme alliance memer. Um, he put out this take. And he's he's a veteran and uh, did some interesting stuff uh, when he was on the show last time. He, 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 he was telling us some cool stories. He'll be coming on again soon. I talked to him pretty recently. We're going to get him scheduled uh, pretty soon. Uh, but he goes, so let me let me see if I have this right. Ohio train carrying hazardous materials derails, then one one in Texas and another in South Carolina. Food processing plants are burning down. Power stations are being attacked. It sounds almost like someone is conducting a UW against us. And in the caption, he says a UW equals unconventional warfare. Right. And then uh, you have Wyatt, Austri uh, uh, Wyatt, one of my favorite accounts. Great, great takes all, uh, a lot of the time. I, I share a lot of his stuff. He says, uh, they derailed a train carrying perhaps the worst chemical cargo possible and then detonate every single car carrying the substance right in the middle of the most prime farmland in the country. That's clear and obvious act of war and waged in the United States by the government. Clearly, the worst enemy of the USA is our own government. Stolen elections have consequences, and this is proof. The, we the weather system is, in fact, the worst toxic waste known to man. 
put it put into the sky by the government of the USA. And someone comments, wait till it absorbs enough moisture and falls down on Earth as hydrochloric acid. The consequences of this cannot be overstated. They are trying to kill us. Wyatt responds, vinyl chloride when burnt turns into hydrogen chloride and estimate a, a, a million pounds of it is in the atmosphere attaching itself to water molecules that rain that rain down where the elements take it. That substance when not cured is probably the worst carcinogen known to man. The environmental destruction will be incalculable. Hey, listen, people are going to interpret this however they're going to interpret it. The bottom line is it's bad and our government is not. No, they're covering it up. And and that this 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 what leads me to believe it's it's way worse. Like if the government doesn't want you to talk about it, the media doesn't want you talking about it, then there's something really fucking bad going on. There's something that they don't want us to know. They're not telling us the whole story for a reason. And oh, and and I, and I I will say I I'm very hard on Tucker all the time. Uh, I'm not a fan of his, but I do I I'm also a big fan of message over messenger and he does have some really solid takes some of the times he does come out and and say some some really interesting things from time to time uh but for the most part i i can't stand him but this take uh about what's going on uh is very interesting to see on on fox news Last two years, the FBI has investigated more than 40 cases of rail sabotage in washington state alone in one state now, a lot of those attacks involve so-called shunt devices. Those are wires stretched between tracks that interfere with the train's electrical signals and cause derailments. In one incident, just before Christmas in 2020, a shunt caused a train to derail in Custer, Washington. That train spilled 30,000 gallons of crude oil and forced locals to evacuate their homes. Well, that's not the environmental disaster that Joe Biden talks about, because, of course, he can't buy solar panels from the Chinese to fix it. But it was, objectively speaking, an act of terrorism. The interesting thing is, very often, in fact, in the majority of cases, people who commit acts of terrorism against infrastructure, whoever they are, are never punished. And the ones who are caught aren't really punished. One woman who tried to destroy trains using a shunt got out of jail after only a year. Oh, wow. Oh. So no one's paying any attention and no one really seems to care, because what does that have to do with environmental racism and climate? <laughs> Possibly as a result of that attitude, there are an awful lot of train derailments in this country, many more than you may realize. In the last calendar year, more than a thousand trains went off the tracks in the United States. Well, how's that for a metaphor? Just today, two more trains derailed. One of them was in South Carolina and one was in Texas near Houston. The train near Houston was also carrying hazardous materials as so many trains are. What's going on here exactly? We're not even going to guess but we can tell you the chaos is not limited to our rail system. There have also been many recent attacks on our power grid. Very few of those attacks have been widely reported. Last year, there were more than 100 attacks of them in the United States, attacks on our power grid. In North Carolina this Even winter, headline, for example, a lot of nearly 50,000 people the lost their power in freezing temperatures blocks. when somebody shot up two energy substations and so on. Why is that not a big story? Oh, it's not a story at all. And of course, at the same time, we've also seen a series of bizarre accidents befalling the food industry, threatening our food supply. That would include unexplained fires and plane crashes and processing plants to chicken feed that seems to stop egg production. Mm -hmm. Boy, next they'll be coming for the water. Oh, wait, they are. Mm -hmm. Less than a month into the Biden administration it was also a highly sophisticated attack on the water supply outside Tampa. 
No kidding. Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Galtieri says a water treatment plant operator first noticed the remote access hack. The bad actor increased the amount of sodium hydroxide or lye in the water supply from 100 parts per million to more than 11,000. For the 15,000 residents of Oldsmar, Florida, the increase of sodium hydroxide in the water supply could have caused vomiting, chest and abdominal pain. This type of activity and this type of hacking of critical infrastructure is not necessarily limited to just water supply systems. It could be anything. Oh, an attack on our water supply. That's weird. I didn't hmm. read that in the New York Times. But what's interesting, not to connect the dots or anything, that was not the only attack on our water supply that year. In January 2021, there was a similar effort to poison the water treatment plant that serves the San Francisco Bay Area. An unidentified hacker accessed the facility's computers remotely. According to NBC, quote, after logging in, the hacker deleted programs that the water plant used to treat drinking water. Now, fortunately, in this case, somebody noticed it. The next day, the attack was discovered and those programs were reinstalled, so nobody got poisoned. But they kept trying. There were similar hacks of water treatment facilities in California in August of 2021. There was one in Maine in July of 2021. There was one in Pennsylvania in May of 2021, in Nevada in March, in New Jersey in September of 2020, in Kansas in March of 2019, and so on. So who's looking after our water supply? Water, that's kind of basic. Well, that's the job of the EPA. But what does protecting the water have to do with passing out cash in the name of remediating environmental racism? Oh, nothing! <laughs> paying attention. In fact, they're not paying attention to such an extent that even the Washington Post, which is a shill for the administration, if there ever is, was one, pointed out that, quote, for more than two decades, the EPA has not been resourced or organized to secure the nation's water and wastewater sector against physical and cyber threats. Wait a second. So nobody's paying attention to the most critical infrastructure, not the racist roads, but food, water energy, transportation infrastructure, food, water, energy, infrastructure. What does that add up to? Oh, that adds up to a country. You can't have a country without those things. Nope. And in every single case, whatever the cause, our food, water, energy, and infrastructure are being degraded. Who knows why? If you didn't know anybody, you think there might be a war going on. Oh, why is just no one maybe. Just maybe. And I just want to say, dude, we're, we're, we're under attack. And the sooner that we realize this, uh, and I, me personally, dude, I think it's our own government that we're under attack from. That's just me personally. At least they're complicit in it. Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, but, you know, you, 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 you hear reports of that, and it, it's terrifying for the normie. Like someone who hasn't heard something like that on a Tucker Carlson show. Yeah. They're like, holy shit, what is going on? And then you see what's going on in Ohio. You see what's going on with how they're reporting on the UFOs. And you're like, fuck, we're, we're, we're under attack. We're, we're in total threat. China's coming, this, that, and the other. And it's causing a lot of people to panic and a lot of fear-mongering, in my opinion. Um, are uh, we going to go into a World War III situation? <laughs> I don't think so. Me personally, I think we're going to get right up to the edge, right up to the tipping point, but I don't think we're going to. If they get up to the tipping point, then they're going to frame it that the Biden administration with all of his all of his clowns in the Biden administration 
um, was able to uh, control the situation and not let it get to that World War Three. That's how they'll do it. I'm telling you, politically right now, the Biden administration needs something big. I'm not saying that they don't. I 100% agree with you, and I, and I think that World War III is that thing. I think that they want World War III to happen. I don't think – if, if it doesn't happen, in my opinion, it won't be because of the Biden administration. Um, it, it, it won't be. Um, it, it, it's something that um, if, if it were to happen, uh, would be catastrophic for the world – It'd be a terrible, terrible situation. It would not be good. Um, no. I mean, wars cost money, and the way things are in this country, it, it, will, it, will, it will devastate people. So, you know, it's... Um... Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Yeager commented. He said uh, his cousin lives in Youngstown, which is 30 miles from uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. And he his he said his cousin her and all her kids have sore throats and uh why oh, I can imagine and that. headaches and all the and all the news sources in the area all the local news stations are saying that the water and the air is is safe is what the local news stations which is which is evil dude like that's an that that you, they're actively trying to get people killed this are is they a, I want to know if they if they've lifted the evacuation and allowed people. I think they might have allowed people to go back to their homes. I hope not. I I don't think that place will be livable. Oh, without a doubt, Tiffany, all wars are without a doubt bankers wars, and this is all to make money. And this is I agree with Alan in 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 what you're saying as far as what they want to do, and I think that's exactly what they want to do. What what you're laying out, I think, is exactly what the establishment wants to happen. One hundred percent. I I just. I pray, dude, and I, I, I really do. I pray that it, it, it it's only gonna get up to the to the edge, and it's a giant scare event, and uh, we come out of this uh, stronger, and people are exposed because there's a lot of things that are happening right now, and I, I, I know the age old tale: nothing is gonna happen to these people, no one's gonna be held accountable. But what if somebody? What if they do get held accountable? What if they do? What if it, they do? That's what I'm saying. What if they do? Like what 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 happens? Because clearly these these actions that are happening and the things that are being disclosed to the American public, which has never been disclosed to us uh in many cases, they've hit a lot of these things from us, and we had to use Freedom of Information Act to find out a lot of them. We're all criminal offenses and treasonous offenses. Um, you know, this act of war by Joey Bag of Donuts is a treasonous offense, in my opinion. You didn't get congressional approval you didn't do any and go through any of the proper channels and you're now putting the nation at grave risk not probably more risk than any time in throughout history because there's never been a risk of nuclear war like there has been today right and you're telling me that he's just going to be able to run in 2024 and and listen i wouldn't be surprised it would not be surprised surprising at all so but, they're going to keep chipping away at him. I mean, just a few hours ago, there was a breaking news in New York Post. I'm just seeing now that Joe Biden's brother was hired to broker a secret $140 million Saudi deal when Joe was vice president. 
that's what I'm saying. Like there, 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 there is a, there is a good chance that he's going to have to step down. Not, not even in disgrace. Like, like I, I detailed a couple of weeks ago, they might try to have him step down with these classified documents because no one's even talking about that anymore. Like, forget about the classified documents. Like, that's a thing of the past. No, no, no big deal. Not a treasonous offense. No one, you know, forget about the the same amount of money that Hunter Biden was renting it for, and people were st- and then the deals he was making with Chinese nationals. No big deal. Forget about all that. We have UFOs, guys. UFOs. Right. right. Um, but he may step down and use that so then they can sweep all of it under the rug. There's no congressional investigations. There's no subpoenas. There's no information divulged to the American public that have to do with Nord Stream, that have to do with the classified documents, that have to do with Hunter Biden's laptop. All of that could potentially go away if Joe Biden steps down and resigns. And if he does step down and resign, they can then use that narrative to spin because that's what the media does. We know it's not going to work. It's going to backfire, but they have nothing else to do, nothing else to lose at this point. They they might be able to, to get people, some people to believe it, Not clearly not anybody, but hey, Joe Biden, he resigned. He was the good guy. Donald Trump, he's not going to resign. He did the same thing. Oh, I had said that a while ago, but, <laughs> but now it, it's, I do not, right now, because of everything that's going on, People that are going to be <clears throat> announcing that they'll be running for president. I mean, Nikki Haley just announced. We, and, we said that weeks ago is going to happen. And you're probably going to see uh, what's his name, uh, Tim Scott, announce. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're you're going to see a few other people down the road. Yep. Um, I don't think Joe Biden is going to resign. They're really they're really going to try to hold it together, and. Uh, I, I, I think they're going to try to hold it together, but I think it's going to come to a point where where they have no choice. Like they're they're running out of options. They're pulling out. That's going to be, the last, be the last option is is having him is having him is having him leave. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, but but like I said, it would be all to stop the any investigations from happening because I I still believe and continue. It wouldn't, to stop. Believe. it wouldn't stop anything from happening. It it, it wouldn't. Why? I mean. It, it, it could it could get them to stop because because now he's no longer in a position of power now we're just not going to look into it and we're going to move on from this i don't think i don't think house republicans would stop just like they didn't stop investigating and try and, and i don't impeaching he wasn't president anymore but Alan, that, that might be their thought process. These people have made so many stupid decisions. And if you're backed up against a corner and you have no other option, like, hey, maybe if we we get we resign, they'll they'll they won't investigate. Like we step down, we're no longer in a position of power. So we're not gonna look into the classified documents, or we're not gonna look into Hunter Biden's laptop. Cause like like the Repo- House Republicans said, we're not looking into Hunter Biden's laptop, we're looking to Joe Biden's crimes that have to do with Hunter Biden's laptop. They're, gonna, they're investigating yes. Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden, right? Yeah. Exactly. But it, it all is in relation to the laptop. Uh, th- th- and th- that could potentially get swept under the rug if he does resign. Uh, and and that would be, you know, ejector seat, like we got no other options kind of thing. I agree. But yeah. the more and more this stuff types, th- this news breaks about Joe Biden, the more, the harder and harder it is to get to, to keep this together. Well, it's going to keep breaking because remember we're now in an election cycle. We already we now have two people running for president for as for the GOP nomination, and we got to figure out what the Democrats are going to be doing. Who's going to surface in the next few months? Um, so they're going to keep picking away at stories. Um, you know, obviously for Joe Biden because you, you you're going to see that. 
Oh, without a doubt. Without so. a doubt. So uh, to close out, because we I, I wasn't even expecting to do a long show, but there's so much to fucking talk about today because it is Valentine's Day. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in to hang out with us, your favorite domestic terrorists, misinformation spreaders on uh, the hall, the hallmark holiday of the year, I like to say, uh, Valentine's Day. I'm going to give wow. you all a bit of a bit of a relationship advice. Oh, this, this should be good. If your girlfriend expects flowers on Valentine's Day, get rid of her. Flowers die. Get rid of her. Any no, girl that demands flowers. So, get so, rid of her. so, so that's that, that that that's a good gauge. That's a good gauge because uh, my girlfriend doesn't like flowers, and I got them for her anyway. Uh, oh, if I got my wife flowers. She does. She would fucking berate me. She does. That's what my girlfriend, she's like, so why would you get these for me? Probably throw them out right in front of me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, my girl, my girl is hysterical because she'll say, she'll say to me, she's, she doesn't like flowers. Like, don't even waste your money. Don't get it. And, uh, and then, then somebody else gets flowers, like when we're out and she's like, oh, my man never gets me flowers. And I literally look at her. I'm like, you tell me all the time that you don't like flowers. So I don't buy them. I'm it's like, amazing, like lion sack of shit. I, I, I see someone in the foxhole chat says Michelle will be on the ballot in 2024, not Biden. I don't know if Biden won't be, but I agree with you. I think Big Mike might be a candidate as well. Uh, possible. I think it's definitely in, in, in the possibility. I thought it was going to be 2020. I was very big on that. If you go back to our old episodes, I was very big on Big Mike throwing his his uh, hat in the ring, but I might have been wrong on the timeline. It could be 2024. Who knows? Um, it's definitely possible, but before we get another tangent about Big Mike uh, and his Valentine's Day messages to to Barry, we'll talk um, about it on Friday. Yeah, we can talk about it on Friday. Um, the last thing I want to close it out on is some more very interesting and odd behavior um, from Demar Hamlin in the interview before. Super Bowl. Oh, I'm so done with that guy. I won't even acknowledge it anymore. It's oh god. It, it, it it's it's very very weird to me. Uh, his answer. It's almost as if he was told what to say. Of course he was told what to say. Not as if. Of course he was told what to say. He has weird. What's weird is I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm surprised that these questions were even allowed to be asked by Michael Strahan, who's who's been. Towing, towing the establishment line since he was on the he took Regis's place with it Regis and Kelly. It was planned. It was oh, planned. Man. They wanted him to ask that. He already knew what was the answer was going to be because he wasn't pressed on why his answer was that. And then that they can spin the narrative saying, respect this man's privacy. That's a very that's a very valid point, Alan. So for those, for those who haven't seen it, here it is. You have the hit. You make the tackle. Do you remember standing up after you make that tackle? Um. That's something I don't really want to get into deep into. In I don't details, need to. Uh, after Hamlin was discharged from the ICU, the question on so many minds, what caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24, peak physical condition, could run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctor describe what happened to you? 
Um, the vaccine. It was the vaccine. The power went out again. Um, that's something I want to stay away from. That was all that was all planned. Ask him that question, but don't pressure him with a follow-up on why he doesn't want to talk about it. So then it could be, well, why didn't he want to talk about it? Well, you should you should respect his privacy. Give me a fucking break. So I found it today. I will play it on Friday. I'll have it. Um, Tiffany seconded the, the flowers die in the chat, by the way. I just noticed. Okay. Flowers die. Listen, if you want to scam business, open up a florist. It's like selling air. People drop dead. You're like, oh, we got to send flowers so they can just die and, and, and just go in the garbage in the dumpster in the back of the funeral home. Oh, you're in the doghouse. Got to buy the white flowers. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Got to buy white flowers. Oh, you're having a fucking wedding that you're paying way too much money on. You're probably going to be divorced in a year because your husband's fucking a secretary and the wife is fucking a tennis fucking instructor. Oh, you got to buy flowers and spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. The florist, the florist business is the biggest fucking scam next to fucking selling vaccines. It's crazy. Everybody oh, okay. and, and college degrees. <laughs> and college degrees. Become a, there's, a of, there's, there's a lot of fucking scams out there going. Pretty big ones. But you were saying right before that, uh, what were you saying? I don't remember. Yeah, I figured. I, I figured. Oh, uh, oh, we're a poker player. Caught on a hot mic. Playing on Friday. I wish I never got the vaccine. I mean, What's that? I wish I never would have got the vaccine. I never did. Uh, I've been having chest so pain ever since I had that thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from time to time. Oh, and they're saying that you get uh, hard arteries. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to go get it checked out. Oh, but, I mean, but ever since, dude, it's just. That's horrible. Like, I never got it. It's been weird. I held out. I held out until like a month ago. Not even a month ago. Uh, is that right? Why did you decide to get it then? Also? I wanted to come play the World Series. Oh, they didn't have See? that guy behind this right now. Pardon me? They didn't have that. Is a corner you can't get into uh west. brian kim also that's right. sent to the rail earlier <laughs> like, but this is this is a reality like what we just watched is a very big reality like people didn't get the vaccine because they wanted to it's because they wanted to do things so when people say it wasn't mandated it's it was mandated for them in in, in many ways uh without being mandated they but knew exactly to live in convenience yeah all that oh, but i'm gonna get a vaccine so i can go on a cruise the Fuck. number yeah, the number one product is convenience it always will be convenience if you can make something more convenient for something for somebody it will make money you will do well in whatever business that is because people like convenience and i'll tell you right now dude this is why you have to give yourself a pat on the back anybody who withstood this this vaccine situation deserves a fucking award because the amount of money the trillions of dollars that were spent to get you to do it and then and then the situations like it was not easy to 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 go unvaccinated like there you could not do a lot of the things that you'd want to do i couldn't go to concerts i couldn't go to certain certain stores i couldn't i couldn't go on flights i couldn't go to, to certain events like there was things that you were withheld from doing you couldn't go to restaurants in certain places because yeah, and, and, and it was things that like i didn't even really care about so i had no problem i fucking hate leaving my house 
And yeah, I, but I like not everybody's it. like you, Alan. That's the I thing. Like, everybody's some, everybody some people else. Do things like I it's, still enjoy. I still enjoy doing things. Not everybody's a miserable piece of shit like you are. I mean, uh, <laughs> look, I, my problem is I I don't I don't do well with the general public because I hate most people. So I don't want to leave my house. And I'm with you on that. The more time I spend around my dog, the more I hate people. But like, I don't even, I've never even gotten a flu shot in my life. Like, I'm just not, not into it. And those people that want to live in, you know, in that convenience, no, I want to live in inconvenience because I don't want to die on my knees getting, oh, yes, jab me again, daddy, so I can go. well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like it's the people they play the long game, Alan. Like not everybody has the willpower, like you or I, or or some of the people that are listening to this show. I'm sure have. Um, not everybody can can do that. Like people want to do things. Like I still want to go to concerts. I still enjoy that. I still like going and doing certain events and 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 going to places like fly. My family lives in New Jersey. If I couldn't fly because I wasn't vaccinated, like my father, he asked me. Uh, when Aaron Judge was going for his 60, 60 second home run chase, sixty two home run chase, we're big Yankee fans in my house. My, you know, I, as much as I, I, I know sports is fake and gay. That's a huge relationship that me and my father have. It's a, I'm coming home in the beginning of April, like I was telling you, maybe we could do a show in person, um, because of opening day, just to spend the time with my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was born, I was put in a Don Mattingly jersey. My dad goes, "Hey James, you want to go uh, to Toronto to see Judge?" try to get the, the 60 second home run because he was right there he was at 60 and uh i was like dad i i can't i would love to i would absolutely love to go i not only can i can i not fly because of my dog but even if i was able to i couldn't go because of the vaccine mandates at the time um they, they've since lifted those but at the time i couldn't go to that game uh, I was I wouldn't be able to get into Canada because I'm unvaccinated, just like this guy. He's not allowed in the United States because he he wasn't vaccinated. And the only reason he got vaccinated is so he can come to the World Series of Poker. He literally put his life and his health in jeopardy just because he wanted to go and do something. And That's as crazy. much as I want, as much as I wanted to go, trust me, I want. And it wasn't even like uh, I wanted to go because I wanted to see Judge uh, hit the home run. I wanted to go because I wanted to spend the time with my father because I know he got the jab. I know my father got it. And in the back of my head, I don't know how many years I have with him. He's in his 60s. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those, those, those are moments that I want to have with him. Like, I think about those on a regular basis. We, you know, um, it's something that, that that's always in the back of my mind. So anytime there's an event or an opportunity to do something with him, I want to do it and I want to make it a point to try to do it. Um, and to be able to not go because of a vaccination status is ridiculous. It's, it's, right. it's criminal. It's criminal and it, it's terrible. And those are the things that most people would cripple under they, the convenience of being able to go do that and have that experience with their father. Um, they would cripple and it's very difficult and, it, and it's heartbreaking that I have to tell my dad, like, do you know how hard it was like dad, yo man, I can't go. Like right. that sucked. Like having that conversation, I didn't want to have that conversation. He was buying the flight too. Like I wouldn't have to pay for anything. He was paying for the room. It would have been a great trip. I heard Toronto's beautiful, but I couldn't go. You it's, know, it's ridiculous. No, it, it's it's. So you got to pat yourself on the back, <laughs> and because uh, I I I could see I could see how people would give in. I I get it. I get it. I'm I'm not one of those people that's yeah. like this is it, 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 it's. 
it was difficult on many, many people. And I feel, I feel terrible for them. And I, I pray for them every day, um, including my father and everybody else that I know that got stupidly took the jab. But uh, on a better note, we'll be back on Friday to gang back yeah. the government freedom Friday. Um, we, we, we did have something cool scheduled that we, that might still be beyond. Um, we'll find out. Uh, we'll let you guys know, but if not, it'll be postponed. It'll be really a really cool episode. I don't want to, no, I don't. Uh, well, I don't want to uh, bury the lead, uh, but but it, it it will happen. It may be on Friday. We will let you know if it is on Friday. Uh, it's going to be a really fun episode. If not, you get me and Alan gangbanging on the government like we do every Friday. It's going to be fun. Same bat time, same bat channel. We forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode. Please like, share, subscribe uh, to our content. We're battling the the masters of the universe hard. They're 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 trying to censor us any way that they possibly can. Uh, so by liking, sharing, and subscribing, it really helps kick the algorithm a little bit, comment, uh, you know, do every, anything you can to engage with the content. It helps beat the algorithm even a little bit. We, we really appreciate it. Everybody that joined in the chat, thanks for tuning in this week. It was a lot of fun, Alan. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Friday. 1776.tv. Shout out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars, Sirius CBD, and Kush Creams. And we'll be back on Friday, guys. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. Happy Valentine's Day. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents, 
in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.